Hey y'all, Chaisa Lifestyle Brand. Now I'm switching gears. Um, if you haven't heard my spiel, um, every day I'm at a different place. Um, I am a brand leader in retail. I'm a college professor. I'm a fitness instructor. I'm a mama of three. I'm a friend uh, to some. Um, I'm an associate to many. I'm affiliated with the one and only Jesus Christ. Uh, and um, I can go on, but I'm going to keep it real short and sweet to the point. Um, today, uh, working in retail, I got an opportunity to help a gentleman. He was swagged out with his uh, OKC Thunder gear on and had his earphones on, but that didn't stop me from stepping up and asking him if he needed some help. And um, he was asking for particular fragrances like Tom Ford and some other things, but we didn't have them. Um, but I did know on the level of Tom Ford, what was the equivalent or even a little level up for that was Chanel. So um, I asked him who he was shopping for. You know, you kind of like deep, you got to kind of like assess the situation. You don't just, just start selling stuff. You got to talk it out. And he's shopping for his girlfriend. And, you know, I recommended some Chanel and I asked what she liked and he gave me some ideas and I went with what he gave me and he liked what I showed him and then I even gave him some other suggestions and he liked my first you know thought and um it was just really neat and like he got the whole situation like I got him the fragrance the body oil the body lotion and the body cream you know it was like as if money was no object and it wasn't like he was trying to impress me you know he was really wanting to like bring it home to show his girl that he really cares about her and it was not about a price i know like money sometimes doesn't really show if a person is like you know they really care about you because they might have a budget you know and people sometimes have a different love language where it can be a love language of touch a love language of service a love language of time a love language of conversation or a love language of gifts, which he was doing today. You know, so, you know, today after, you know, he made the purchase, I even gift wrapped it. I'm not the best gift wrapper in Santa's workshop, but I did my best and I made sure I did the the brand where I even individually wrapped each item in like Chanel tissue uh, before I even put it in the Chanel box and the Chanel bag with the Chanel tissue coming out of it. And at the end, as I hand him a bag, you know, of his purchase, I asked him how long he's been dating his boo. And he was like six months. Now I'm like, he then threw down 300, you know, and um, he said it was six months. Now I'm thinking they've been together. And, you know, it was like he was just into his girl. And I felt like that was so attractive. You know, I wasn't trying to like, um, you know, be a hater or even, you know, trying to be the other woman nothing like that it just I could just appreciate that and it made me really think about what I want as a single woman a single woman swag you know like a woman that's you know not just single but single or saved with amazing grace you know like my swag is not just where I'm just trying to be some desperate housewife or I'm just desperately single it's like I am desperate for Jesus. I want him to do something, but it was just nice seeing those qualities of the care. And that's just maybe my perspective, you know, of limited perspective of seeing this gentleman too, because I don't really know him, you know, for all I care, he could be physically or verbally abusive, but I'm not going to go there. I just, for face value, what I saw, I was like, wow, you know, and I think for women, I want to just encourage you, you know, like take your time and like, take your time, you know, like don't put so much pressure of expect expectation or not expectation, but expectancy, like that you have the 
you know, the timetable. It has to be set such and so. Um, have the expectancy of when it's time is time. And that way you don't rush into something. Like for me, um, you know, I know there's opportunities that I've had. I want to share another retail story. You know, I met someone that was very attractive, very much swaggy, not the save with amazing grace swaggy but the swag er where they just look like they got it going on and um and the person you know was interested and you know i was professional but i also was interested and the person was married so that was a real deal breaker even though they were divorced or like separated they were still married you know they wouldn't yet on divorce court and my rationale was after going through a divorce and separation like was back and forth before we even headed to divorce door i mean we had been separated when i was married like maybe back and forth like it'd be some years where we would be separated but still living in the same house or separated trying to reconcile and talk about counseling and do family things but yet um i was still married and not not no way happy at all so um i'm not saying that that's a deal uh a pass, a free pass to date. I'm not, I'm in the, in the mindset that even after divorce is sometimes not healthy to date, you know, because there, if there's been some damage, um, then you got to just take your time. You know, um, today I met a woman who, um, she looked really young, but she was getting lipstick and she kind of turned up a little bit and got a little, you know, situation at the Mac counter, got like, you know, five items, just fun she didn't really need it but she was getting ready to go to a friend's wedding and at the end I asked her you know are you wanting to catch the bouquet she's like no I'm divorced even though she looks super young she was like 23 25 and she said that she had been married for three years and I thought wow you know and I'm like girl I was married for 16 you know and she was just like she's never going to get married and so I asked could I pray with her because I just felt like you know and I just felt I know that you know, that that was hurt speaking. Like, how can we let one bad apple, one bad banana or one bad, whatever, one bad want to be a boo, want to be a, ooh, you know, one bad just spoil the whole bunch, you know, and that that does happen for some people. Um, but I, I asked, could I pray with her? And she let me pray with her. And I just pray whatever was, you know, on my heart to um, whatever I felt like God was putting on my mind to connect to her heart. And um, I just had peace and she says, thank you, you know, and I want to just encourage those who, you know, may have been um, in a bad situation, um, whether that was like commitment, like you was in a relationship or you was married or maybe you just didn't even know where you stood. You didn't, you never made it past the, not the friend zone. You was more than friends, but you didn't really have no kind of like nothing there. So um, it's, it's okay. You know, you had to just know to know what you want and today that gentleman that was purchasing his girlfriend of six months some chanel he just bought the whole situation it just this showed me like that a man can really be into you and not be with for everybody you know like we say when a dude like you know flirt and look at everything that he's for the streets you know some guys are not for the streets and they not i'm not saying even for the sheets i'm i'm even advocating that you you know, don't go that don't go to third base, you know, like not even second base or whatever that is nowadays. Just keep it friendly, keep it fun. And like, you know, it's like we get caught up in those emotions and those emotions are not always real. They're valid because they're they're real, but they're not like something to act on. Like 
you may feel one way one day and the other. Sometimes it's hormones, you know, so you got to put them things under um, the word of God and know that you don't want to give something away that is not meant to be given away. You know, you want to keep all you want to, you know, all of your body. You want to keep all of your heart. You want to keep your soul. You want to keep your mind. Some of us, you know, get these relationships and, you know, be cray cray because mental abuse or just like the the games that are played. And and I'm not advocating to say that only the other party um, is at fault is that sometimes we don't have those boundaries. Even if you're a male listening, it doesn't have to be that females get burned. I'm saying like just having healthy boundaries of like your deal breakers, your non-negotiables, you know, having that already set in place before you even get into the dating zone. Now with apps like, you know, Tinder and Bumble and I guess Farmers, I don't know, so many apps, you know, it makes it really easy to date. And I think dating shouldn't be so easy. I think it should be a little bit more complicated where you actually meet somebody in the grocery store. You actually meet somebody I'm at the gym. And nowadays, if you see somebody and they don't approach you and you feel that like there's something there, they're probably in a relationship, you know. So it's like not that that's, you know, um, like just that's it. It's like there are people that are single and um, there are people that are dating that are committed. And there are people that are doing the work, you know, that are even worth your time, you know, to even have a first date, you know, where they're actually like healthy you know you don't want to just have a physical attraction but then you have a mental breakdown because now this person gaslighted you and you're questioning yourself wondering what did you do wrong or they are dating everybody or flirting with everybody and now you hate every female because you know you're jealous you know and I'm not speaking just from uh, scenarios I can't say I've been jealous but I've been kind of like some kind of way you know like if I was you know dating someone and some female liked a picture of them and it made me feel like uh is there something going on especially if it was a heart not just a like you know let's just be real so uh we gotta make sure that we can control what we can control and most times we can control barely ourselves you know our flesh you know is is our own creature but we have to manage what we can manage and that's more so managing yourself the person you want to be and then the person that you desire to put you know um up with or like to give your time or even um opportunity to come into your personal space that should be something that's treated with some care you know like have some care for yourself that you don't just allow any old thing to come in your life and not know you know what it represents because trust me i mean if you think it you know it may come you know so the, the mind is a terrible thing to waste um and it's to take captive of all those vain imaginations when you start thinking low that you have to know that god is not a god of no standards god is the highest standard and maybe you're not like able to see anybody in view that has those qualities i remember um when i was a ta and i was working on my doctorate degree um I was all but dissertation. I'm still all but dissertation. So I don't have that PhD that I was working on at the time. But anywho, the professor I was working with, you know, um, different faith, different background. And 
she talked about being this uh, accomplished academic professional and not meeting nobody to date. And myself, just foolish, you know, I was like, but God can bring somebody in your life. And do you know within a short, not even a year that she met somebody and married them? That marriage did not work out because he was not faithful. Um, but when she told me that, I said, well, God can do it again. He can bring you someone that, you know, is faithful. You know, I remember saying that. And in that wedding, she invited me to be a part of it. And that relationship is still going strong. And that man really loves her. And it's like God brought him into her life. And so I thought, what? God, here I am speaking things into people who I'm not even connected to no more. And I asked God, like, why would, you know, you allow me to speak that into her life? And I don't even talk to her no more. Like, I don't even really deal with them. And God was like, it wasn't really more about her or about the man. It was about God. So it's like God just reminding me that he reigns on the just and the unjust. And him doing something was because I believed and I, like, I'm not saying I believed for her. I'm not sure did she hold on to that faith because I didn't have no scripture. You know, I just boosted on God and how God could do something. And maybe I was just a, a witness for her or an example of like even knowing that I have hope and I can like rely on that hope that it's something that's tangible, not just a dream, a cloud that just floats around and may or may not even be something tangible. Like a cloud that you think about is just nothing but um, fog but it was like she got a real man y'all so um, all that to say is for anybody that has been in a place where you feel like you know life has passed you by and that love if it's meant to be it's meant to be but I want to say like even if um, you don't know you, you have to know that God is sovereign so you, you can't guarantee anything um, cause you, you have to understand that God knows what's best. I speak as a person who, um, is inspired and powered by God, um, Holy spirit. And, um, as a person that has faith in Jesus Christ. So that, that's, that's, that's my ethos. That's where I come from. My, my background. Um, but I, I want to just challenge you to think big, to think that God, he knows what you desire, but do you even know what you desire? So today that gentleman Show me that I desire to have, you know, a certain way about me that I am, that I'm very confident in my womanhood and my femininity, that a man even knows what I like because I know what I like. And a lot of times women don't know what they like. They don't have a favorite restaurant. They don't have a favorite uh, fragrance. They don't have a favorite anything. And so when we want someone to get to know us, what are they getting to know? Are they getting to know a person that's confused, a person that doesn't know themselves, a person that doesn't trust themselves anymore because they haven't healed from the past or they have a lot of wounds from even their upbringing that they had some deficits in and they're looking for something that they never had and they put expectation on someone to be something that was something they should have already dealt with if their family, you know, dynamic was dramatic or chaotic, that they're looking for a daddy or they're looking for a mom, you can't have that in a, a, a boo. And a boo is for romantic stuff, you know, not a parent. So, um, and also with friendship too, like what does friendship really mean? Like defining friendship, meaning 
Like, what is a friend? Like, what kind of friends do you have? Um, do you have your, those the road dogs where, like, you know, those people, like, y'all down, you know, for whatever, like, road trips and y'all going to Greece and Dubai? Or do you have those confidants when, like, you can just take the mask off, the PPE mask and, like, the other mask and, like, you are safe in their atmosphere, their homes, or that if you need something, SOS, they're going to be there because they know that you need somebody and there's a trust there, that there's a connection, there's a relationship beyond the surface, you know, beyond the superficial stuff. Do you have those friends where you just network with where, like, you guys don't really know all the inner workings and the personal things, but you know they are a good person at communicating and they're a good speaker. So you rely on them to come speak at your conferences or they're an accountant. And so you go to them for accounting services and that's it. You talk about numbers. So there's uh, different kind of relationships that you can have. And it's for you to decide what kind of relationships that you have currently to do inventory and then also considering uh, what do you really want are you getting what you need out of those relationships is it time to like kind of do a dear jane ad in the paper to recruit some new friends or to just ask god to you know remove people that have you know served their purpose that may be taking up too much of your time that you know that you can't see the blind spots of that that relationship is kind of null and void. It's kind of a dull knife and you're supposed to be a sharp, you know, sharp one. And, um, you know, just things to think about. It doesn't mean that you cutting folks off, you know, like you hear that all the time, like you're going to just delete people from your friends list. If you're on Facebook, you know, that's so harsh, but it's like people that you really, really enjoy their company and people that really bring the best out of you and the people that really want the best for you like and it's vice versa there's no jealousy there's no hatred there's no drama you know it's just friendship like where you can laugh and just be your whole self and when I say whole I mean healthy I mean healed I mean whole as in wellness whole self not like a broken part of you where you're the mean girl y'all gossip about other people or you're their friend, but you secretly don't even like them because you want what they have or you feel some kind of way. You have some unforgiveness. I don't know. I've heard it all. I've been there, too. So I leave you with this is check yourself before you wreck yourself. And that means you don't have to worry about if you're a female. I, I really believe that in the scripture, it says he who findeth the wife Find it the good thing and obtain favor from the Lord. Like this man is going to find you. But first, how to be found is to be hidden. You want to be hidden because when you're hidden in Christ, you want them to find that part of you, not just a part of you, but that whole you um, that's hidden in Christ. That is not someone that you have to compromise your values, someone that you have to pick and choose if you're going to have a career or not like someone that is going to see you how Christ sees you and Christ he loves you he accepts you so this man is not going to have to change you or you're going to have to strip your identity or compromise your values to get him or to keep him and um, if you're a man listening uh, it's about you knowing you know your identity in Christ and what's expected of you to be this provider doesn't mean that you have to be someone that um, 
just slaves, you know, for your your beauty, but someone that knows how to work, how to sweat, how to protect, how to love and cherish. Um, a woman is going to respect you. And so someone that's going to be able to have that trust in you. And are you a person that is a womanizer or maybe has a past record? Do you still got numbers in your phone uh, book or your black book, little black book, whatever you call it? Are you someone that's trustworthy? Are you someone that has an understanding of women, you know, like that, that they are considered the weaker vessel, not meaning weak as in they ain't got no strength, but weaker as in like God gave opposites. Like we're not made the same. We're made out of the rib of Adam. And so they're a part of you, but that they're not you. So you can't make them be you like um, they not going be your homies. They may not understand all of you, but then you do your best to have a male figure or some accountability to work through your issues that you can understand how you know you are and what you bring to the plate and then for the females that you have mentorship you have women that have wisdom that have been there and and put some time in uh, whether good or bad relationships if they're giving you wisdom that they're able to share with you uh, areas that you can learn from areas that you can glean from that you don't have to go through um, just to go through if you just listen. Like learning what love is. It's not a feeling. It's an action. So check yourself before you wreck yourself. And you're not going to wreck yourself. When I say wreck, wreck is like where there's like chaos. You know, wreck is like when you think of emotional wreck. Or wreck when you think about a car. Or a wreck is when there's maybe destruction. So we, we don't want no wrecks in your relationships we want to have healthiness wholeness and we want it to be responsible it's like a responsibility to do the right thing even when no one is looking that's character